What is up today, Today community? Hope you're having a phenomenal, phenomenal day. My name is Colton Trout, the founder and CEO of the Today Today community, here to help you crush your goals more consistently by crushing them on a daily basis. If you like the sound of that, make sure that you smash that subscribe button. Go leave a five-star review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you're listening to this podcast. Uh, and then don't be a wuss and go on and share this out with a friend. Uh, we all know that when we tell people, yo, you got to check out this podcast, nobody ever checks it out. So go on and just send them the link so that way they have it already. Um, but we've got a really good podcast today. We have got a special guest. We've got Carlos with us, who is a 20-year-old real estate investor. Uh, Carlos, why don't you go on to say hi and tell everybody a little bit about who you are? Hey, um, yeah, so, so, you know, again, I'm, I'm excited to be on. Thank you. You know, I appreciate you having me on. Um, so, I mean, I... I mean, I'm just a regular, you know, regular guy. Um, I don't know. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm a real estate investor. I I mainly wholesale wholesale houses. For those of you who don't know what wholesaling is, I'm basically a uh, um, I like to say I source real estate opportunity. I find um, I find real estate deals for investors that either. Um, you know, fix them, flip them, or rent them out, or they can do whatever whatever they want with the property. Um, so essentially, I'm the middleman. Nice. Yes, I've been doing this for about two years. Okay. Um, yeah, and, and you literally started doing this for a very long time. You started when you were eighteen or nineteen. Uh, yeah. Right before I turned eighteen. Yes. Right before you. Right be- dang. No, I mean right before I turned nineteen. Okay, okay, I was gonna say it was like, dang, that's almost like me. So like, my first business was an alcohol infused cake business, dude. I started that that thing when I was eighteen. So my parents literally had to go buy the liquor for me just so that way I could oh, make cakes wow. and fulfill orders. Yeah. So I was like, dang, eighteen and already going in, or like just before eighteen, going into real estate investing. Awesome. Um. So what got you into real estate investing? I mean, as like an 18, 19 year old guy, that's not the typical game plan right most people are like all right just finished high school i'm gonna go into college starting freshman year and you're like real estate investing (laughs) i i don't know i I guess i've always been been weird you know i mean i i I am still a bit you know weird like that but uh um i just i just really never fit in school i always had like a different mentality um i think my the last week that the the second last week of my high school year I was failing like two classes and like nobody does that like if I was like I was about to not graduate so my teachers you know gave me that extra push to let me graduate so I already knew that school wasn't for me mm-hmm. um and I had an uncle that was uh very successful in my eyes growing up and I was like, man, I want to be rich. And I just saw that real estate, it was either real estate or network marketing for me. And network marketing didn't work out. So I chose real estate. I, uh, I, uh, I met a mentor of mine. Um, and he, uh, yeah, he, he just showed me, the, showed me the ropes and just pushed me, you know, or guided me down that, uh, down that real estate path. I was at you. You needed money to get into real estate too, but he, he showed me I you know I could get into real estate without money. Yeah, that's yeah. that's it's always really cool when you get into like an industry and you realize like all your preconceived notions 
are like total BS and they just get like thrown mm-hmm. out the window and you're like, wait, I actually can do this. And I think that's yeah. actually like the reality for most people that get into entrepreneurship and especially the people that go become really successful is all those preconceived notions that they had on why they wouldn't be able to be successful in whatever industry or niche that they're going into gets thrown out the window mm-hmm. and they're like, holy shit, I can actually do this. Let me actually go do this. Yeah. Right. I think, I think it's like a, almost like a safety net. Like, mm-hmm we we kind of caught ourselves like we make this we, we make ourselves feel better for not starting you know oh i'm well, not in real estate because i don't have any money you know so well, if we don't start we can't kinda, fail yeah 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 so you talked about getting into network marketing and that's really kind of funny because that's also a gateway for a lot of entrepreneurs like i've gone down uh, at the network marketing world um i was actually okay. pretty successful at the network marketing world but i really hated the selling of the network marketing world and so that's actually when i switched over to becoming a coach was when i left the network marketing world um so what company what company were you with if you don't mind sharing those details so this was a uh there were two companies okay. there was ambit energy mm. but that was that was like a my uncle wasn't in that one as much anymore and then there was a he he, he moved over to zervita which they sold um i think it was ener- like uh supplements it was supplements where it was like like almost like an energy drink mm-hmm. like a multivitamin yeah um yeah so just yeah that i think i think it, it, they sold the comp- the the project was Veal and mm-hmm. the company was Zerbita. Yeah, yeah, and that was I don't know. It was it, yeah, it was kind of tough for me for me to sell. I don't know. I don't know for anybody else, but I didn't really. I guess I didn't have that. I wasn't as convicted in the product, mm-hmm. so I couldn't really sell it. Yeah. Yeah, that's definitely something that you have to be, if you're going to get into entrepreneurship and you're going to sell a physical product, you do have to be somewhat invested in that product and believe in that product. Um, But would you say that that kind of like sparked the eagerness for entrepreneurship or like to learn and that kind of sparked some ideas within you that there was more possibility out there for you? And would you say that like that kind of helped you move forward or was it just kind of like, nah, this wasn't cool and I wouldn't found something else? I think um, maybe the second part, yeah. No, this wasn't cool. But I, 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 I probably made like a hundred bucks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It, it was like a, it, it was like a, a gig, a, a hobby. Mm-hmm. I, I think, I think back then, I think I took, I took being an entrepreneur as a hobby. Mm-hmm. You know, it wasn't like a, it wasn't a business. Yeah. Yeah. For me. The- yeah, and that's definitely common within the network marketing world for sure. <laughs> is doing something mm-hmm. and it's like, oh yeah, no, this is good. I like I kind of like the product. Yeah. You know, I kind of like the community. And like this is cool. Maybe I'll do it for a little while. And then oh no, not gonna yeah. do it any longer. <laughs> there's that there's that stigma mm-hmm. of being your own boss. Mm-hmm. You know, whenever you get into network marketing. I think mean, that's a that's a big uh the big plus for people. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. So say too, but yeah. Yeah. I think that's something within entrepreneurship in general. And it's something that I'm actually really kind of noticing and I'm trying to, especially so 
for those that don't know that are listening to podcasts for the very first time, I'm a business coach, entrepreneurial change management coach. So essentially I help my clients implement necessary changes within their organization team or their own personal business in order to scale forward and bring those big audacious goals into their reality. Right. And so it's actually a stigma that I have to coach people out of all the time when they get into entrepreneurship, they make a little bit of money. And then they realize that they're working 10 times harder than they thought they, that they would, uh, which is like Grant Cardone's like 10 X rule. Like if you want big results, you're going to have to work 10 times harder than you expect it to be. Um, yeah. and I'm having to like rewire this stigma, rewire this mindset of like, Oh, I can be my own boss and have complete freedom. And it's like, you can have that later on, but as you're building a system, as you're building a business, it takes a ridiculous amount of work and effort, uh, and intention in order to actually go grow that business. Um, mm-hmm. yeah. That's, yeah. that's definitely a stigma. A lot of people are like, no, 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 no. It's easy. It's easy. It's easy. And I was like, you were just setting people up to fail. It is not easy. Yeah. <laughs> definitely not. Definitely not easy. It's yeah. far from it. Yeah. They're like, oh, I'm an, I'm an, I, I think there's that, yeah, there's that stigma. Like I'm my own boss. So I'm free. Mm-hmm. I'm free. It, I have freedom as an entrepreneur. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You're kind of free, but you all, it kind of does bite you in the butt. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, you can wake up at 10. You can wake up at 10 a.m. But what are you doing waking up at 10 a.m.? You know, like sometimes sometimes I find myself waking up at 10 a.m. Like what? You know, yeah, you don't have anybody telling you what to do, but come on, you know. Are you going to be able to make your bills? Yeah. It's like if you don't wake up and you don't go to work, you you don't make your money, which is funny because that's not a business owner. That's Mm self-employed. Like there's a difference between being a business owner and being self-employed. Self-employed is I am the only person that is working. So if I do not go work and I do not make money and I do not bring money in, my business does not make money. A business owner is a system that runs and operates on itself. Like I own a bar in the Kimba Boardwalk area. Mm. That one is in transition from being self-employed as a bar owner to being a bar owner where I have full-time okay. employees, I have full-time bartenders, I have people that do all the ordering for me, the whole nine yards, right? With my rum cake business, yeah. right? I'm a business owner for that. I meet with my sales manager and baker once a week for about an mm. hour to two hours to either do training or to go over what's happening for that week, sales, goals, the whole nine yards. Okay. That, that, that is, I'm a business owner. I am no longer self-employed with my rum cake business, which I was for several years. Because if mm-hmm. I wasn't baking and going out and making sales, then I was not making money. Does that make sense? Yeah. 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 So I think that's a, that a lot of entrepreneurs' dreams is to like move forward into I'm a business owner, right? And then it, it's really kind of funny. It's like the cash flow yeah. qu- quadrant by Robert Kiyosaki, right? Yeah. You're self-employed, exactly, there's yeah. business owner, there's investor. Um, and you're you're moving from the business owner to the investor. I mean, you kind of were just like, ah, we're just gonna skip and go straight to the real estate investing. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm I'm still in that uh that self-employed part. It's it, yeah, I'm not I'm not employed. Yeah. But this is this is just a higher paying job, man, you know, managed by myself. Yeah. It's still, you know, whole, whole, it's not it's not a business just yet. Um I'm still working on that, making yeah. this a business. Heck yeah. Heck yeah. yeah. Call me. I'll help you. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, also real quick, because we didn't, we didn't mention this earlier. You're not in the U S right now. Um, For those that don't know, Carlos is based down here in Houston, Texas. Um, But you're, you're out of the country right now. Why don't you tell everybody where you're at? Yes. 
I am in the Dominican Republic. I am at my grandma's house right now, uh, just you know, coming to visit. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm 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 originally from here. I grew up here, like I, like yeah. in my grandma's house, um, and I moved to the US when I was three. So I'm I'm just coming back here to visit visit family and just enjoy enjoy the scenery, enjoy my country. That's awesome. And I'm back some I'm very happy to be us. here. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You know, it was crazy. It was a, uh, I think it was like seventy degrees this morning. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, w- I woke up to go run, oh, I bet that was and uh, it was seventy degrees this morning. It was a little bit of a of a breeze, and people were outside wearing like like jackets and stuff. Yeah. So they thought. I mean, it was like cold for them here. And yeah. I just thought that was the funniest thing. I was like, man, this is this is like a regular day right 70 is regular i don't know so like when i moved to michigan right so i lived in michigan for a little bit of time and it was kind of like the opposite yeah. so like when it started getting 70 everybody was like oh my gosh it's so hot and we're like uh this is perfect like i don't yeah. know about you this is amazing we don't want this to change can it just stay right here like this is cool i need a light jacket going on right um and so yeah. <laughs> Yeah, no, it's and then it dropped down to like 20 degrees and we're bundled up like no other. And everybody's like, oh, it's wearing <laughs> short, it's shorts weather. It's warm. And we're just like, no. <laughs> yeah, it's cool. It's cool to see, you know, that that the diversity mm-hmm. in, in, you know, different. I don't know. I don't think that's a cultural thing. I think that's, you, you know, geog- you know, yeah, just the diversity in people yeah. across, you know, different places. It's just cool to see, you know? Yeah. 100%. Um, okay. So what's a piece of advice that you would give other young entrepreneurs that are wanting to get into either real estate investing, uh, or just into entrepreneurship in general? Huh, a piece of advice. Um, I would say, I would say maybe, or I would say find somebody that, that you really look up to either in person or, um, or a book, you know, like a book over YouTube. I learned, I think, I mean, a lot, I've learned so many things off YouTube and guess how much it cost me? Zero dollars. It's yeah. YouTube's like the best. Um, yeah. Find somebody that you, you know, that you really look up to and model after them. Um, and if, if you end up finding somebody in real life, um, try to add value, see what they need. If they need any help in their business and just ask, Hey, how, how can I help you? And come from a place of value, you know, just mm-hmm. don't, don't just, I think, I think that was one of my mistakes whenever I, whenever I first started, I, uh, I would bug my, my current mentor. I just bugged them with all these questions. You know, I, Hey, what's this? What's this? What's this? you know, at different times of the day. Um, and, you know, I'm not adding any value. I'm just taking, mm-hmm. taking, taking, just not, you know, and not giving. Um, and then that, you know, once I shifted to, you know, try to add value to him, our relationship grew a lot more. And it, you know, just, yeah, I, so that, that would be my advice, just, Find somebody that you that you look up to and try to model after them. And if you find somebody in real life, make sure you're adding value to them as well. 
That's awesome. To, not just to take relationship, not a one-sided relationship, you know, two-way. Yeah, absolutely. Relationships are definitely a two-way streak. And if you want to really gain value out of a mentorship relationship, it does need to make sure that it is going both ways. Um, I love that. YouTube University mm-hmm. is what I call it, dude. YouTube is brilliant. Yeah. There is so much education out there. Um, it's ridiculous. Like I had a buddy of mine who is like, oh, I need to go buy a car. And I was like, all right, did you go YouTube how to do it? And he was like, what? And I was like, did you YouTube how to go? Dude, do you know how many tricks and tips and uh-huh. what to say and what not to say on buying a car is on YouTube. It, it's ridiculous. Yeah. Right. And I was like, go do that. Every- but that, that's, that's for every industry, right? That's for every single thing yeah. that you need to know YouTube. Right. Like mm-hmm. I used to, um, yeah. so my family has always worked on our own cars. We don't, we didn't ever really go to like a shop unless it was something like really big. We just did not have time for. And half the time when we were mm-hmm. working on our cars, we're like sitting there like YouTubing, like, all right, how do I fix this part again? Like, what does it look like? like yeah. <laughs> I was like learning how to and fix you our find own cars all, on YouTube. Yeah. You find it. It's all on there. Yeah. 100%. It is it's all, all on there. It is all on YouTube. So how, you can look up how to, how to become a, a millionaire mm-hmm. you know it's, it's on there and i mean you know again don't trust everything you see but you know again yeah. i mean it's on there 100 it is but it's one of those things there's a lot of good-hearted people that are on youtube and are on social media that genuinely just want to teach people like this podcast for instance mm-hmm. right like if you go back and you listen to every single episode that we've uploaded i mean you're going to learn crazy things on like how to go get published you're going to learn about like um mindset you're going to learn about abundance you're going to learn about forex investing like you're going to learn about a crazy amount of different things um and it's all for free like i mean we don't run ads on this show it is literally just like, here mm. you go. We want to provide as much value as we possibly can to helping you crush your goals more consistently by crushing them on a daily basis, right? Like that's yeah. the whole point of like the Today's Day podcast. But then there's like a million other podcasts that are out there that teach you all different types of things. Um, so mm-hmm. podcast, YouTube. Uh, one cool fact that I do want to mention, because one, I'm a firm believer. I love YouTube University. Um, but make sure that if y'all are listening to this podcast, you're listening to other podcasts as well. The average person that listens to YouTube makes about 50k a year. The average person that listens to podcasts makes about six figures, um, makes about a hundred thousand mm. dollars a year. So it's one of those like there's different uh, demographics, right? Uh, but it's also something to kind of like shift. Um, whereas podcasting has a little bit more of that like that grit, more of that like detail um, that a lot of people yeah. are looking for. Um, so start on yeah. YouTube, go learn the basics and what you need to know right? And then switch over or mix it with YouTube and podcasting. And then you're just going to get the best of both worlds. And you're just going to be like skyrocketing to success. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And it, it's just knowledge, mm-hmm. you know, defining knowledge. There's, yeah, there's so much, so much out there. Yeah. Well, and I think you can relate to this as well. It's an eagerness to learn. Like we were talking mm. a little bit before the, we started the podcast. Um, and he said, it's like one of the things that's equated to your success is your eagerness to learn and your hunger to mm. learn, right? Why don't you talk yeah. about that for a little bit? I think um, I've just been really curious. I've always, you know, just grown up um, just curious as to what makes people successful, what, uh, mm-hmm. what makes people fail. Um, I, think, I think, so one of the first books I've ever, I ever read was Reset Four Dead for Teens. It's like a, the smaller book. 
Yep. And I was just so read that one so too. Cur- I was so curious. That's a, that's a great book. I think everyone should read it. Um, that's you know, I was just I remember sitting down and from that very first page, I was just just curious as to what was next. And then that uh, just consumed my mind as to like, um, you know, just a curiosity. Mm-hmm. I was eager. I was eager for more. I wanted, mm-hmm. you know, I wanted more knowledge, more wisdom, more, um, more abundance, mm-hmm. more, you know, more money. Um, yeah, just more. I don't know. I mean, it's, you know, it's, yeah. of course I have to maybe, you know, step back and, you know, revalue my value sometimes, but just, just, just the eagerness for. Mm-hmm. I think I think that's where you learn the best is having that desire, that eager, that eager, you know, again that eagerness to learn. Whenever uh, I, I remember back in high school, I, I didn't really have many friends back in high school, so I uh, my my uncle recommended to me in the book how to win friends and influence people and awesome yeah i was like oh my god <laughs> that's yeah, that's a great book i think that's my favorite book um even to this day and i think i love that book so much because it applied to my situation mm-hmm. and i i remember thinking i was like man I, I i feel like such a nerd reading a book on how to win friends mm-hmm. how to win friends and influence people this is like a, you know, I, I feel so, you know, I feel odd reading this book. And I didn't know that. I thought it just, you know, everybody just, everyone, if you had it, you had it. If you didn't have it, then mm-hmm. you don't have it. I thought that's how the world worked back then. Yeah. But no, you, you can go from not having to having. And I think, you know, I've got a couple of friends now. And I think, I, you know, I, I've gotten that skill. I've, I've acquired that skill a bit. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah. It's it's one yeah, of those that, things too, like that that's not taught in schools. Yeah. Yeah, like many things. Yeah. Not taught in school. We're we're learning about Pythagorean theorem and sine, cosine. We're learning we're learning about triangles. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, for that 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 book I I um that that one, you know, again, it was my that that was a, that was an area that I was struggling with in my life. So I, that one was like I wanted to read more of it. I wanted friends as a kid, hmm. and it was, you know, that desire that wants caused me to read that book. And it was just, just you know, I think, yeah, it was just again, just the want. Yeah, yeah, and I, you know, I, I still take advantage of that today. That's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. Well, dude, thanks so much for coming on the podcast. Um, all of, for those that are listening, if you haven't already, make sure to drop a five-star review if you got some value out of this. Uh, but then too, all of Carlos's uh, social media is going to be linked in the description. So make sure to go over, give him a follow, uh, watch his journey as he grows as a real estate investor, as he moves from that self-employed into being that business owner, which I know he's on that journey to do. Um, I mean, this mm. is, this is definitely a guy to watch y'all. <laughs> so thank you. Thank you. Thank, I really appreciate you having me on. Yeah, 
Absolutely, dude. It's been an absolute pleasure. Um, and for those that are still listening and everything, like I said, make sure to smash that subscribe button. Uh, new episodes are uploaded on a weekly basis. Uh, if not like multiple times a week, there are definitely times when I'm just like, man, I want to record a podcast. Uh, and so I'll up- upload like three or four podcasts a week. Uh-huh. Um, so you definitely make sure that that subscribe button is smashed and we will see y'all next time. Later, y'all.